0: Welcome, one and all, to Season 4, Episode 2 of Two Guys, One Dice Cup. My name is Al, GoldenEye Unicorn, and I am sure as sure I am joined by... Phil from Rash's Cairns. Fantastic, Phil. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to, as I said, Season 4, Episode 2, entitled The Chosen Ones. We are going to be discussing the Chaos Chosen team from Blood Bowl. I was going to say... Blood Bowl the tabletop miniature game As opposed to Blood Bowl 3 (laughs) A popular online (laughs) Online version Of um, Blood Bowl But I see a lot of people Talking about it (laughs) Yeah so I
1: I think The elephant in the room with that one It seems to be quite hit or miss as to Whether people are liking it right then (laughs) And uh, to To be honest You know like I've I've watched I've watched gameplay of it. If they had the rules right, um on stuff and it was working as intended for the rules. It is a very good looking game. Um and it seems to be a nice kind of presentation of it. If they got the rules right, it would be fine. I'm one of these that don't give a fuck about the customization thing. You know, it doesn't bother me that um, all the linemen look the same. And um, if you want to buy stuff to make them look different, you have to pay money for, for that. I I don't care. I would just be in it to play the game. Um, so there will... I understand some folk have read the thing thinking, you oh, know, they're going to be able to customise a full team. Uh, but then it transpires that you only got one customisation and that wasn't reusable across the whole team you had to, you had to put on one character and that was it and i also uh watched some of the fallout of uh nakon or cyanide or whatever they call themselves um um questions and answers <laughs> that they did yesterday as well and man alive, it sounded like they were asked loads of questions, ignored all of them, and just were reading from a script and had no idea what they were doing. So, well, it just seems like a a shit show. Given the fact they've had two years to uh, to try and polish it up since the original release date. Well, so
0: fuck knows. There's a lot of people upset about it. Yeah, but that's not not what we're here to talk about tonight. Thankfully, um, yeah. When we get to. Section three, the rookie coaches section. We'll be talking about the Chaos Chosen team. Uh, it's a team I, they really wanted to have fun with, but I think I struggled to get get what I was what I thought I would get. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I I was the same. Uh, I think I think I think we'll we'll find out for sure whether uh, what we went with with. Um... Um, like rosters and stuff, but yeah, I, I have a, I have a will be very, fairly
0: similar. Uh, to be honest, before we even get there, we better talk about front. Um, it's been a little bit time since we recorded last. And I think there's been a lot of gaming activity, which I think I would be more than happy for you to um, <laughs> kick off with, mate. So, so yeah, okay. If I, I've had a fucking shocker the past month and a bit.
1: It has been fucking awful. Um, I have played four games of Blood Bowl and lost all four of them. Um, Oh no! Two online, which, I mean, so, the two online were were in the Carnival of Chaos League, and it has been very much a crapshoot for most games. It's been pretty tight. Um, I think... um, it could have been a draw against uh, Jack H in the game. The, the first of the two games. And then I played uh, Jamie, uh, JC on uh, Saturday past. And that one I I think was decided within about three turns at the start of the game. Where like I think he'd ca- uh, KO'd a bunch of my players and cashed at least one within a Within those three turns, and that was on my drive and I barely kind of pushed i just pushed his players around you know it wasn't uh it, it just wasn't going for me at all so those games because there's no reroll uh no uh built in reroll skills like block or dodge or or whatever because uh, you're only taking random mutations there's so much that can go wrong and does go wrong and it's and it's just a good test of trying to play your way out of the bad situations that's the way I look at it and that, that's all I'm taking from those games aside from the fact they were fun and I enjoyed speaking to the guys while we were yeah. playing um the two in person games uh mother of fuck like I've been I've taken humans in in the league uh, just purely because I, I haven't played them aside from online I haven't played them properly since uh third edition. So I thought well I'll give them a I'll give him a whirl. Um with a with but I thought I might take them to UKTC. Um, the first game up was against Ryan Odlin who's Mornival on uh, um NAF and he's running Amazons and despite having
2: block myself and him not having block I Struggled to knock down any
1: of his players the entire game, and it just wasn't going anywhere for me at all. It, it was, I think, it was two one uh, or one nil in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, the only noticeable thing was him um, minus strengthening one of my blitzers. So that was an instant oh. fire. Uh, so I was going into game two uh, with a a blitzer missing. Uh, because I didn't have enough money to buy it back, uh, which was against a rookie vampire team, and um, I was playing Shrike, uh, who's one of one of our. Uh, um, he's be, he played on the UK TC team for us last
2: year, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying, if I'd been in a game where I
1: didn't know the person and they'd rolled as many fives and sixes across a game as he did against me during uh, that game, I would have taken his dice off him <laughs> because I would have only assumed that they would have been crooked. He must have rolled a- at least thirty sixes each half. It was just, it was unreal. I stopped counting them there was that many of them oh. uh, and he sat down uh two of my other blitzers uh he minus pa'd one and minus sta- uh strength another one he mng'd my ogre wow. and uh he niggling injured a lineman and all i did to him was ko one of his players and that again that was with me having block on three players him not having block on any um but he had no skills on any of his players and i managed to score on my drive i think i had six players on the pitch when i scored and he still had a full team uh no he had a player sent off by that point so yeah it was uh it was 10 v6 when i scored and then it just didn't happen for the rest of the game and i lost 2-1 and i know (laughs) like i'm I'm one of these players who like i will always try and play my way through things as a team but i'm going into my last game in the event so the monthly events that we run on wednesday and if i have anything that is a permanent on any of my players it's just a write-off for the team i'm already having to buy back um so i'm i'm playing this next game with two blitzers two catchers a thrower uh three um linemen and three journeyman linemen and i'm playing against an undead team so uh, i've got zero zero chance of getting anything out of that i think um so we'll see if there's any permanence, though, I'm I'm been the team and starting a new one because there's there's only so much you can play back play out of with that. You know, it's it's good to to test yourself, but there's no point in having a full season where you're absolutely not enjoying yourself.
0: That's it. The, uh, the, you know, we've always got to remember that we play games like Blood Bowl and you know other tabletop games for enjoyment. There's no point torturing yourself through a you know extended prolonged league and to make a team work when it's just been mauled and it just wouldn't know oh, you'd be uh, yeah, yeah
1: that's it you know i mean I, I look at that look at the team like if i would just had one the one blitzer minus strength in the first game and i'd lost the second game because of dice uh that would have been fine um because that happens but to ha- to lose another three players in that game two of which were also uh, expensive positionals like There's there's no way I'm going to be able to Afford to bounce back a team That quickly um, And With that, especially the situation It's in at the moment, yes I'll get the Ogre Back the game after next I will also have the minus PA Blitzer back I'm not so fussed about that one Because yeah. I, passing's not a Thing for Blitzers anyway So Um that's not so much of an issue. It's the two minus strength ones. So like having to fire both of them because you can't play a game with uh minus two uh sorry, minus strength blitzers. You know, it's just not it's not a thing. So we'll see we'll see how that one goes uh on Wednesday, um, and I'll report back on it as to whether I've been the team or not. <laughs> but uh I'm not holding out much hope. I'm trying to decide what to take, inducements-wise, because I've got like 310k. I could take Griff. I could take Deeproot, I could take... Uh, I, I can't afford Morgue, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Hear about that. But yeah. I haven't time. enjoyed Blood Bowl this month. Well, <laughs> no, that's okay. How about yourself? What have you been okay. up to? Oh, busy. Super busy. Um. So if we wind the clock back, I had two action practice games in Sterling at Common Ground Games, <laughs> just using a, a tournament army for an event in March that I needed to run out. Also practicing the mission pack for an event that was that I've already been to in February, <laughs> called Spring Offensive. It was a doubles event in uh, Helen and Firmland. So they were practice games. I'm not going to go in depth about them. Idea was that both myself and my opponent and a few other players that were watching on, we all spoke openly about what was going on. So we we'll about the tactics, talked about the missions. We didn't try and hide things from each other. It was just like an open training session. Um, obviously, we still played to win. Uh, yeah. It was. We wanted to help each other better players. Um. You know, and improve our skills. So, I got a win and a loss. Uh, So, good learnings, and it and it did make me change my army list for the event. There was just there was one unit that just didn't it didn't perform. I thought it would. Thought it had a role in the battlefield. It didn't. So it got binned. It got replaced by um, similar infantry unit I already had. So I'm a lot more comfortable with that army so practice games did their job that's good yeah. it's, it's yeah. good to do that good to do that Bullwise, wise I have had two games for the Carnival of Chaos uh, since we recorded last the first one was against Stephen Brands and his first three turns, full of failure, which uh, entertained me endlessly. <laughs> he burned through all his rerolls, and then his failures stopped. And it became a straight-up matter of, I uh, was defeated by a better player with better tactics and average dice. Uh, I can't remember any highlights or lowlights of it, <laughs> Other than he put up a extremely good defence, which I couldn't crack, uh, and then he cracked my defence, and I believe it was a final score of two nil uh, to Stephen. And there's there's nothing more to be said about that. Um, then sadly, that the the skills. No, it was it was a the further realisation that with the carnival of chaos, as soon as you start to drop. Or goats, as we often refer to them. As soon as your opponent gets maybe two players up, it seems to steamroll. Or it seems to go downhill a lot faster. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what, happened to be yeah. And that's what Stephen managed to do. He managed to make sure there was always a you know one or two stunned on the pitch, and you know eventually casualties did appear for um, against me. So he always had the advantage, um, but then he. He made that happen the
1: only way the only way that doesn't happen in this in this setup is if they're not get because what happens is you're right they they get them the advantage in player numbers, which gives them multiple two dice blocks, which increases their likelihood of it working uh over their over their turn uh whereas you're you end up like marginalized to throw in one dice blocks or your two dice splits um, and it just like you say it just spirals uh, to a point and the only way it doesn't is if something of theirs fails and then the the momentum swings back towards you so it's it's really kind of uh, it's an interesting uh, experiment
0: and, it, sure. and, it's, and it's, it was enjoyable but it was good to talk to Stephen I haven't spoken to him in you know, a number of months um, my second Carnival of Chaos game was against um, Gordon Innes, GWI 1-8. Lockdown. Idiot. Loon. <laughs> Sorted. Uh, <clears throat> a very similar story. Other than the very first block I threw in the game, I killed one of his goats, and I thought, oh, you know when you, you hear that noise on Fumble, and you're like, yeah. okay, the dice are with me. And then they weren't. Uh, against Gordon, he was a much better player, great defence. Um, he had better dice, I think. He'll be able to survive to that. Uh, it should have been a 3 0 defeat, but it was only 2 0 because he failed a, a go for it. if I rush, whatever you call them these days at the end. <laughs> um, but again, it was an enjoyable game and uh, you know, a good test. Of your positional play, so no, it was enjoyable.
2: Yeah, he, uh, I i haven't watched any of the other games. I need to go back and have a look at some
1: of them as well, because it sounds like some of them have been pretty, pretty funny,
0: um, uh, across the um, board, which is good. thing that's been a little bit disappointing though is that none of the random mutations have been a factor in any of my games anything. If it's prehensile tailed, stubborn presence um, claw none of them have actually impacted the game in a positive or negative way. They just haven't, haven't done it. I, I,
1: I've been roughly the same. Like I've got um, I've got a claw well I've got two claw now um, I've got two heads on a player which actually wasn't too bad uh, in the last game. It got me. It allowed me to cage dive and pop the ball. Um But like, just thinking on or, or my opponents, and Jamie had a foul appearance guy, and I failed my first two blocks on that player uh, by foul appearance kicking in. I've also got a foul appearance guy, and I think he failed that like once across the entire game, whereas I definitely. Uh, failed a couple more. So, yeah, stuff like that. Disturbing presence. I mean, we're, none, none of us will be passing too much, I don't think, but yeah, yeah that's probably not going to make much difference. Uh, but yeah, you've got uh, it, it's, it's weird. It is weird. It's an interesting setup. Um,
0: um, my it's been enjoyable. Third Blood Bowl game um, was for the Snail Cup. And I am using Dwarves. I, I was, um, after the first game, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but I was sitting second in the, the league. So the player was at the top of the league, whose name I've forgotten, and I do apologise. Um, his real name's Philip or Philippe. Um, he had Black Orcs, so it was a dwarf Black Off standoff. And he had some inducements on me and um, picked up Boomer. What's well, not? Right. What? a prick of a guy he is it's a it's a good inducement to take against dwarfs yeah and um, it was a really good synergy as well with the black orcs with grab yeah he's he spent a lot of time just you know grabbing dwarfs, piling them up, and then just winging a bomb straight into them and knocking them down. It was like some it was it was like it was just yeah it was horrific. Watch and I was extremely lucky—not that nobody died um, or got any sort of serious injury from it. But uh, no, I think the the middle of the pitch just looked like a moonscape by the end of the game. Um, <laughs> you know, he, from all the bombs from all the bombs, and you know, to to be completely fair to my opponent, he didn't have all the luck. Um, you know, a couple exploded in his hand. And he got a fair few direct hits. I managed to deflect a few. So there was it wasn't one way traffic, but um, you know, at the end of the second half, he had successfully defended my attack and he successfully argued the call to get him back for the second half, and you just you're like, Oh, really? This is can't do this. And did this again. <clears throat> but what occurred was uh, there were no removals for about Generally, I think, for about 12 to 15 turns of Blood Bowl, where no miniatures removed from the pitch, even with, you know, Oms flying, Black Orcs blocking, Dwarfs blocking, until it was his drive, and he eventually had to expose the Goblins. And as soon as the Goblins became exposed, because obviously he's trying to score, that's when the casualties and the removal started to happen as I started to sort of um, put some solid hits on the was because he successfully protected them on my drive. Um, But he was a good opponent. I was playing well that night, thankfully. I have to acknowledge the fact that I didn't feel a dodge with a dwarf. I think I must have dodged at least seven times over the course of the game. No failures, just... uh, Try and make sure that the, everybody was tagged up at some point. Eh, and the luck of not succumbing to eh, bombs flying was, you know, good fortune. So, But it ended 0-0. Um, I think that was a fair, a fair result. The two matchups, so I can't really complain at that. That's alright. I'm just sorry, I'm just looking at the
1: stats of your game. Uh, you did oh, fail I- 2... You failed two dodges out of eight. Okay. Well that's uh, three that I don't plus four plus. Uh, I don't remember but, those, but that's fine. But the the flip side of that was he made ten dodges and only had a fifty percent success rate on them. All in three tackles. Most most of what uh yeah. Yeah, most of which would have been negated by with the tackle, so yeah. Uh it's just the way it is sometimes I guess. Yeah, Uh it's a t- it's a tough. G- I think black orcs are tough because uh, obviously they've got the strength, and if if the, the goblins are staying on, uh, which they do more readily with thick skull uh, on a black orc team, um, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a difficult one. Yeah, nil
0: nil. So you you've won one game and drawn one in that so far. Yep. Yeah. So it was. Um has been one win and one draw so far in the snail cup, so I'm not unhappy with that at all um you know, but in dwarves you you expect to sort of get some draws at least you know you've got all the skills there to start off with, but I think when I looked um I think I've got like four players all sitting on four star player points, so. If if I can do well in my next game, I should have quite a big leap in terms of the uh, skill package that my team's got. So, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Like you say, a couple of extra skills in there will definitely make a difference. But a smatter in a guard or mighty blow or something like that.
0: Certainly, absolutely. Um, And then the next thing that happened to me, gaming-wise, was a doubles tournament. But I think I generally think I've spoken enough gaming um, for this podcast. Um, I think we'll probably end up talking about bolt-action doubles um, next episode. I think that's pretty fair. I've, I've spoken about five games I've played, so that's that's plenty. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Uh, so that next up is uh, what's on the table on the table wow! we um had big ambitions at the end of last episode and you know what viewers and listeners i'm not going to disappoint you i have been smashing the hobby to death uh in the past month so i know we laughed a lot about slap chop slap chop painting of Bolt and miniatures yeah i slap chop painted at least 35 infantry models Uh, a really good standard, um, slap-chop style, and I've sold them, they're gone, they are out the door, and woo, see you later. Which was uh, really, really happy with that. I have slap-chopped two British tanks. They are still currently for sale. Um, two tanks for £65, including UK postage, which I think is quite a good deal, but they've not gone yet, so I might drop the price, I just want to get them, get them shifted, but it was a good Ah, it was a good test to see if I could deliver a good standard of painting, not take the world of time to do it, which I was able to achieve. Uh, What else have I got? I've started my own, um, I had like 15 infantry guys from my own army. Yep. And I've started them. It turns out I do take a long time to paint my own models compared to the Slap Chop guys that were just on the, they were on the table for 10 minutes and off again um, but they're underway and looking pretty good and I had a whole bunch of weathering to finish on um, I think it was what, half a dozen vehicles, that's all done I need to get the light box up to photograph them and oh the secret tank the secret tank was for that bolt action doubles event which I'll talk about next time um, but it was a Soviet flamethrower T 3485 tank, uh, which I got achieved as well and was on the table um, on the weekend. So, uh, yeah, Bobby loved it. Loved it this month. Bumped. Can't wait for so more. Yeah. What
2: about yourself? So, I'm trying to think where I was last time. So, commission wise. I have finished the Orc team that I was doing, um, so that's all done um,
1: and that's back with the customer now. um I've started the corn team
2: now as well. um, it's probably about I don't know maybe I'd say maybe about sixty
1: percent done. um and I've got another couple of commissions lined up as well um to go into after that one so that's on the work on the work side i've got plenty going on uh which is good and on the personal miniatures side i haven't really do i think i've really painted that much i painted
2: a old school influenced uh chaos dwarf um of the big of uh,
1: people i, I Yes, it was a uh, one of the kind of Big Hat style ones. Now I'm not like a I'm not a massive big hat fan. I prefer the older uh Chaos Dwarves. But um I do I do still like the Big Hats. Um and uh these were fan sculpts that were done by um a like guy called Tom Wiggins designs. Uh so I'm I'm licensed to sell them as well, which is good. Um so I, I thought I'd print out some to test them out. They came out real nice. There's a bunch of different versions of the classic kind of Chaos Dwarf style models, and painted up a standard infantry person in a kind of old schooly kind of way. Um, old school uh, being like the Fourth Edition Codex kind of way, but with my own kind of slant. I um, enjoyed painting it. I did it pretty quickly. I think I did it in a I did it over a weekend but in less than a couple of hours each day uh, effectively. Uh which, which is good. It was fun to paint. It's nice to paint. I've established that I can't replicate heavy metal from nineteen ninety four. Uh <laughs> but but I'm not overly bothered about that. Um I think it's more down to the colours and um Specifically with red, me being colour blind, I uh, just uh, mixing colours on a palette to replicate something without knowing for a fact that that's why it is is a bit of a challenge that I don't enjoy. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think it came out okay though. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it was good, and it's um, um, it's a good driver to show people. Um, what those 3d printed chaos orbs can look like if they're if they're not familiar with the you know the history of them
1: yeah absolutely yeah um and they're ridiculously expensive on ebay if you're looking to buy the original ones even the plastic monopose ones um seem to go for significantly more than they're actually worth in my opinion but um Yeah, aye, enjoyable. Uh, I'm trying to think if I
2: painted anything else for myself. Uh, When did Potter and I play that game uh,
1: of Age of Sigmar? Did I talk about that in the last episode?
0: I don't think you did. Time's lost all meaning. Can't remember. Let's let's assume assume that you might have done, but. Yeah, I know, because you talked about painting the objectives, I'm sure. Mushroom yeah, sure things. The, uh, the mushroomy things, yeah. Uh
1: but I don't think I, I don't think I've managed to pick up uh, paint anything else for myself. It's mainly been work related, which is 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 frustrating as a painter, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm happy for the work, so uh I'm sure I'll get other bits and bobs done here and there over over the next uh wee while. So that's good. Um I think The only other thing we talk about
0: in this section is how much money we've spent oh no money money i really haven't been aware of what you've been doing this month i don't know why i've I've either ignored or asked by or um you know maybe you haven't spent any money but I, i find that hard to believe I've definitely spent money.
1: I've spent more money than I intended
0: on spending this month. Okay. Uh, for sure. Right, from what little I have witnessed, I'm going to have to put you down as at least £105. It's more than that. Significantly more? Uh pounds £167. It's less than that, no, no definitely less than that. Um,
1: okay, third wait, and let final. Let me, let me calculate. <laughs> I'll tell you. uh
0: Well, you have you, you. make your guess. Third and final guess be a hundred and forty-eight pounds. Oh, that's almost
1: almost on the nose. Oh, four, one hundred forty-nine pounds and ninety-eight pence. Right, Did is what I have spent this month. I bought a uh fourth edition chaos dwarf Lamasu and yes. a fourth edition Chaos Dwarf Great Taurus. Um yes. I've I as I said I I think I mentioned before on the podcast I'm making a third edition Chaos Dwarf army, but I want to be able to play it in Hero Hammer as well and I didn't want any big hats but I wanted the Lamassu and the, the Great Taurus for a Chaos uh, Dwarf Lord and a Sorcerer Um, so I've been keeping an eye out for ages for them popping up on eBay on their own without riders but it's just not been happening and then all of a sudden both of them come along out of nowhere. Um, They're not the metal versions they're the fine cast versions which is a bit of a gamble uh, but judging that they were put together already and I'd seen the photographs of them and they didn't look too bad in terms of uh, like bits that needed filled and stuff. They're actually not that bad at all. There's a few bits and pieces that need some work, but nothing that a little bit of uh, Milliput or green stuff wouldn't solve pretty quickly. Uh, so yeah, happy enough with those. And the other thing I did was I backed a Kickstarter. Oh yeah? Um, I think I mentioned this to you Ages ago because it must have been over a month ago. Um but it, it actually funded uh, this month, which means I have spent the money on it. Uh but it was a um a, a thing called the Carrion Eaters. Um and it was it's miniatures that are inspired by the artwork from the Realm of Chaos books. And they're very Nergly in their composition um so it's a set of them i think there's like one two three four six models for 70 quid or thereabouts um and they'll be in resin and fingers crossed i should get them at some point in august we will of of this year mark that well yeah there, there we go august of this year is the projected date um uh, but whether we actually see them in august of this year i guess is dependent on a number of factors uh, yep. so hopefully yes uh but given that anything can happen in kickstarter land um there may be some delays here and there but i think he's had the the, the guy who did them um he is called Paul Smith and he runs under the name of Creative Sculpt Studio Um, he's done Kickstarters before um, and he's got an online shop with loads of old school uh, fantasy models, all of which are pretty cool to be honest Um, and he uh, seems to be a fairly kind of seasoned vet when it comes to this sort of stuff and all of them have been cast, uh, the greens are, are, are done and uh, he's had test sculpts uh test casts done of the sculpts uh, so I'm I'm pretty confident we'll see them this this year for sure um and they look great I actually can't wait to paint them they're the sort of thing that I if I prioritize painting something there's at least two miniatures in that that I would be dead stoked to to get done
0: um, very quickly forward. I Forward to hearing the successful delivery of that Kickstarter in August, of 2015. Yes, we can uh, put put a
1: pin in that, and then we will uh, inevitably uh, uh, change into the the date as yep. time goes on. Um, however, uh, I haven't bought anything else. That that was literally it. I aside Very from good. um, yeah, I not non-hobby related stuff. I have I've, that's that's all I've bought, and I didn't intend on buying. The uh, chaos dwarf stuff. So you know, like they just appear out of nowhere. Hopefully, it's going to be a cheaper month this month. Uh,
2: How about you? I reckon you have spent sixty quid. You are tiny bit less. Okay. 62 pounds 50 said a tiny bit less didn't you just go up there yeah so you you sorry i've misunderstood you <laughs> then if you said if you said to me that
1: i was a tiny bit less tiny bit less than 60 quid your initial guess right so you, you you've spent less not i not i i'm i've With less, okay,
0: fifty nine (laughs) pounds ninety eight. A handful less than that for your third guess to put the listeners out their misery. Fifty nine
1: ninety three. If we're talking a handful. Oh, you're so
0: annoying. Fifty seven pounds. I know. Brilliant. So with that, it was um, one box set of Warlord Games miniatures which I can't say because they're for an, a tournament army and I don't want to tip my hand to my opponents, but I think I alluded to the fact that it was a box of morals that I was going to have to buy at some point, and I have now bought them. The other handful of the uh, old coins that escaped my tight-fisted grasp actually went on books, and there's a funny little story which I'll happy to share. I spotted these books on a charity shelf at my local local supermarket, and I knew that I okay. already had them. Um, but they were in deep storage somewhere in in my house. Um, having received them from my um, mother's house, she, you know, quickly gets rid of all my stuff. And all you know, when you're an adult and you buy a house, your parents suddenly turn up yes. at your doorstep with your stuff. Take it. Here's your shit. Yeah. Um so there were these four books and they were, you know, f- f- few gold coins, and it's four books of the Fight and Fantasy series by Steve Jackson and Ian Livingston. Uh, yes. you know, turn the page, choose your own adventure books, of which I, you know, I know I've got at least 40 of these things in and that said deep storage and because I loved them as a kid. And the four of them. Actually make the set of the Shamutanti Hills, um, Crown of Kings. There's like a mini campaign within their series of books. And it's books, okay. uh, I'm looking at them now. It's like, it's books 9, 11, 13, and 15. So I picked them up and, uh, I've, I've pulled up my character and I'm about to embark upon my adventure, uh, to start, um, which is great. I, I feel like I'm 14 again. With my, uh... I, I loved those
1: books as well when I was a kid. Yep. Oh. We used to get them in the school library. Cool. Um, and I used would to. Take I would them out have stolen out. them. <laughs> I wasn't. I I I I wanted other people to to share the love on them, but I would I would take them out regularly and uh, play them. Like I I, I think think the art of that sort of book... I don't know if people still make them. I not those particular books, but uh, that that type of book. I'm sure they I must.
0: generally don't think they do, mate. I don't think they do. But, the Choose Your Own Adventure book, I think, is a thing of the past.
2: Aye, which is a shame,
1: because... <clears> uh, <throat> There's uh th- there was so many good ones. I remember. I'm just looking at them now. I definitely did the Warlock of Firetop Mountain.
0: Yep. Forest of and then, Doom. Then book number fifty is Return to Firetop Mountain. Yeah, I did. Um, there's
1: some other good ones as well. Freeway Fighter was good as well. Yeah, the, uh, that appealed to
0: me the because of the and Max stuff. kind of vibe. Yeah. And, front, and the front cover was cool well. with a big red car on it with the big chrome steel yes bikes and stuff like badass yep I, I love that book
1: I think that was kind of uh, maybe it was used again for Dark Future uh, remember Similar? that game for Sim- uh, in, a game inspired
0: one. inspired artwork I think yeah yeah They're not exactly the same and
1: Sword of the Samurai I definitely did that one as well there was a few of them a few of them later on I might have done. Return yep. to firetop Mountain yeah uh, I, number
0: 50, that was a good one yeah then...
1: i see I, like I, I remember I remember doing them i I had some of them myself and I remember doing some of them i actually funnily enough i I have uh, played through one of them as an adult um cool. I bought one from a um charity shop while I was in australia uh to do to pass the time while I wasn't working uh uh, while we, while me and my uh, girlfriend at the time were staying out in the bush, uh, it was just uh, a case of by torchlight, mm-hmm. uh, I was playing one of these things like some sort of fucking saddle <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, it's good. I I strongly recommend anybody who has not played a fighting fantasy book to go to a charity shop, buy one
0: of them, and just. Embrace your inner child Enjoy yourself You know what mate We should do a whole recording on those books Yes Let's challenge ourselves We should do it What play it well, We're not, not going <laughs> to sit and read the book And play through it That <laughs> would we well, be them. hilarious I think
1: But no yeah we should talk about them I think, definitely it, talk obviously about it. we're both We're both of a similar age So uh, In fact we're the same age um so yeah we've obviously kind of been brought up with these things so yeah exactly.
0: that'd be good to but, but, but that's that's where my you. expenditure of my hobby money went and i'm very happy with what i've spent my money on um it's really it's really odd to say though like it, i think it was or not a christmas special when i could have sworn i said that i didn't have to buy anything for bolt action this year with all the tournaments for the year, releasing their player pack, player packs, We've all got little tweaks. All they're all really good. All the events I'm attending, I'm you know obviously choosing to attend. They're all really good, but I need to add stuff to an already enormous collection of models, which is just boggles my mind. Yeah, that's a uh... good yeah, business plan. that
1: uh, that you weren't planning on buying anything. But yeah, we all know that that's just. Uh... Just a big lie. One, one rules pack away from uh, a change yeah. stuff like that. At least with, yeah. with Blood Bowl, you don't get that so much. But um, um, yeah, with so, with armies, uh, where I don't, I don't know. Does Bolt Action uh, change? Like, do they change points values in a similar uh, way with reviews? Um,
0: so oh, yeah, no, some, no, no it's, no, it's it's remained or, completely stable. Points values have been I stable agree. since two thousand and thirteen. Not changed.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you, you know, I mean, forty k and A- Age of Sigmar are like that, uh, um, where you just end up buying something one uh, edition, and then it's totally dog shit the next edition because it's either gone up significantly in price, or they've changed the rules, and then something else is better, and then you haven't got that thing, and you have to buy yeah, it that, to be that mildly competitive. So, yeah, if you don't have to do that, it's not so bad. But,
0: yeah. We should press on. Monies. Done monies. Yes. Let's press on to rookie coaches.
2: Yeah.
1: Back to the old Blood Bowl rookie coaches section.
0: We so, don't have do you many wanna... of
1: these to go either. That's Um We don't have many of these to go uh, in terms of uh, left to go. Um, so this time around, right, we're doing Chaos Chosen, mm. um, which is great because I think we've both played these uh guys at some point in leagues and stuff like that. And as we've discussed, we're both playing uh them in Carnival of Chaos at the moment, um,
2: albeit with just Beast Men, but yeah, that's always, I think it's Oh, you go,
0: go. go. no, no, you go.
1: I think it's your turn to read through the 15th um, oh. oh. I'm sure it must be. I'm, but... sure, I'm sure we did Old World Alliance the last time and I had to read through... That feels three,
0: two, probably three, accurate. Six, seven seven odd uh, different things. Yes. But as always, three, so if this... This is the first time of you listening to a rookie coach's section. <laughs> Myself and Phil obviously pick a team. And it's Chaos Chosen. We present to each other a league roster using uh, 1000 TV or 1000 gold pieces, as I still like to to use the old money. And we also present a tournament roster. The tournament roster is usually, oh, sorry, is always based upon the most recent NAF Championships player pack. Uh, And the current player pack is uh, TV 1150. And then there's a tiering system in place. And I believe Chaos Chosen are Tier 2. It affects their skill package. So for the tournament roster, we're able to pick six primary skills and one secondary skill. Um, The rosters that myself and Phil put together, we do it private. uh, So that when we present them to our viewers and listeners, we're also presenting it to each other. And then we... um, a bit of ridicule might happen. Some agreement is also possible. Um, it means that you get the live reaction of both myself and Phil, and then we we discuss through uh, the pros and cons of it. So I'm going to put a limb this one and say there will be zero ridicule. I hope this, not. This <laughs> Fingers crossed. But uh, the, the first thing we do, though, for the rookie coaches, is we read through the different positionals for the team. So... Those chosen teams are on page 109 of the physical rulebook. And I will begin, as Phil has said, it is my turn. So 0 to 16 Beastman Runner lineman Cost 60,000, movement 6, strength 3, agility 3, passing 4 plus, AV 9 plus. Uh, skills and traits, they come with horns. Primary access is general mutation and strength. Secondary access is Agility and Passing. In a zero to four chosen blockers, 100,000 gold pieces each. Movement five, Strength four, Agility three plus, Passing five plus, AV ten plus, and they do not come with a single thing. Primary skill access is General, Mutation or Strength. Secondary access is Agility. Then a Chaos Chosen Team may include a single big guy chosen from the three options. They get access to a Chaos Troll, 115,000 gold pieces. 4, Strength 5, Agility 5+, Passing 5+, Armor Value 10+, Always Hungry, Loner 4+, Mighty Blow, Plus 1, Projectile Vomit, Really Stupid, Regeneration Throw Teammate, Primary access is mutation and strength. Secondary access is agility and general. Second option is uh, chaos ogre. One hundred forty thousand gold pieces. Five strength, five agility, four plus passing, five plus AV ten plus. Loner four plus mighty blow plus one. Skull, throw teammate primary skill access is mutation and strength, secondary access is agility and general. And then their third choice of big guy is a Minotaur. 150,000 gold pieces, movement 5, strength 5, agility 4+, plus, no passing ability at all, AV 9+, and it's loner 4+, plus frenzy, horns, Mighty Bow, plus one, Thick Skull, and Unchanneled Fury. Primary skill access is Mutation and Strength. Secondary access is Agility and General. Team rerolls are 60,000 gold pieces each. Classified as Tier 2 in the rulebook and also um, Tier 2 for the NAF Championships. Uh, special rules they've got favored of, and they can choose Chaos Undivided, corn, Nurgle, slanesh, or zinch. Pronounce it Zinch, right? You're not a Tazinch guy, are I you? How do pronounce it? No, it's Zinch. Zinch with you. Zinch. It? zinch? Uh, with you. Zin- zinch. I'm real. Silent, mo- Silent D. I'm just, I just had that moment when I thought, "Oh my God, is he a Tazinch guy?" Because that would just destroy yeah. our relationship. You're a Zinch guy. Good. Any Tazinch guys out you,
2: there?
0: I'm off now. Go fuck yourselves. Give them a second. Not, not all, not
1: all Tzinch guys, because I'm sure there's probably some decent ones out there. But uh For met them same way that there's yeah. def- definitely some decent Blood Bowl streamers out there. Um, mm. There's, uh, but definitely, yeah, Tzinch,
0: Tzinch, no, Tzinch, hey, and then to finish off, they get access to an apothecary. Yeah. <clears throat> so there we go. And that that choosing that
1: choosing favored of thing only affects a few things here and there um there's a couple of and it's predominantly Nurgle stuff at the moment uh there's there's um there's one star player that can only play for Nurgle and that's Bile Rock Vomit Flesh who was added with the most recent al- Almanac and there's a couple of inducements uh that only Nurgle can take but for the most part it's got a fuck-all difference at the moment. I'm assuming we'll see a see something coming do, further down the line that will change that more Hope as so. time goes on. Yes, Hope I do as well. I'm sure I'd love to see a um, a team for each of the Pantheon of
0: Chaos. It would be good. With that all being said and done, mate, should we present our League teams to our viewers? Yes. Do audience. So you want me to do mine first then? You certainly do. League, I have, I have uh, spoken government. enough.
1: Yeah, so this is for the, the league roster at uh, TV 1000 or 1 million gold or whatever you want to call it. I have gone with seven Beastman Runners, four Chosen Warriors, and three rerolls for TV 1000 on the nose.
2: How about yourself? Same same <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't exactly the same. So,
1: like I, I i did look at big guy options and i think you can probably squeeze a troll in there in the first instance without too much compromising um like if you were willing to take uh to lose a reroll and uh upgrade a beast man to the troll you could go with that. I could quite comfortably play a two re-roll chaos team, but given the fact that there's no block, there's no sure hands, there's no dodge, I think this is a team where I would probably want to have three re-rolls if you can take it reliably, and I think the team with four chosen warriors and seven beast men is pretty, pretty
0: decent. My original league roster, which I should just note, is I. I also attempted to put a big guy in, and I wanted the ogre because he is the most reliable mm-hmm. of of three of those big guys, which you would agree with, yes, you'd have to. Yes,
1: absolutely. I. I'm, I was gonna. I was gonna get to my choices of uh, of big guys, but yeah, I right, go on. Go on. With what you were saying.
0: Um so to get an ogre in to a league team also to maintain the 3 V re-rolls and you know long time listeners of our podcast will know that i i th- always strive to get 3 V re-rolls um for any team that i create for either you know league or um tournament play it's a chaos ogre only two blockers and then eight beastmen runners and three rerolls, and that lands yeah. at uh, one million. It's not, yeah, it's not ideal because you're still having to save up the money to get those other blockers because you do want all four. Um, but if if you know if you were talking about how to get a big guy into a league, I would I would always aim for the aim for the ogre to So form his reliability I... factor.
2: I'll I'll kind of uh,
1: I'm not going to contradict that because I I totally agree with you. If if it's a choice of of uh, out of those three in a league, which one would I want to have? Hmm. I think I would go with the ogre. However, that would di- probably be dictated to for me by the length of the league. Um, if it was a shorter league, I would probably go with the troll because you would get the troll and an apple. In not much uh, further time than you would get the ogre on its own. Yep. Um, and but if you're playing, if I was playing in a longer league, I would go ogre. I would not take the minotaur in a league.
0: No. Too expensive. Oh, too unreliable.
1: I mean, I don't like the min- minotaur. I do like the minotaur, but um, I think the, the ogres are, like you say, the ogres are a more reliable option.
0: Um, Which is good. Um, But then, look, if we're we're also talking about our... um, We usually talk about skill progression for the league. Yes. League teams hunting for block on a couple of the blockers start with to get that reliability into your attacking side uh, and to take the pressure Mm -hmm. off of the rerolls. And yep. would all be uh, that would all be planned progression through primary skills. Um, you know what? I would I would then to the look to strength add some more mighty blow in uh, and tackle and guard be one of each. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I think I I, to, I think I would agree. Apart from the
2: tackle, I think I would uh, I would keep for the blockers. I would probably keep fairly
1: straightforward of block across the board, and then switch between guard and mighty blow. Uh, and then if if I got a third, uh, a fourth skill much further down line, if it was a a draft a redraft situation or a a really really long league um i'd maybe consider some other wild stuff but yeah i don't know if i'd bother with tackling on the blockers i think i would be looking at uh aiming for um a wrestle tackle beast man yes absolutely um and then yeah, aye. Because With them having horns and that like giving them the plus one to strength on a blitz as well, you give them that and then if they get to another skill they get two heads or something like that. Like makes them hmm. a pretty reliable or a decent sweeper. Um, and then the other beastmen for me just get block and guard as well, because they've got strength, you guard up like pretty much everything in your team eventually. Um, and that's all planned proger- progression as well. I'm not doing randoms on on these guys normally. Um,
2: as far as the big guys go, I think, depending on the league, again whether
1: it's long or short, I would probably if it was a long league, I would maybe try and save up for block. Um, I agree. But if it's a sh- If it's a shorter league, I would be quite happy to take Brawler. Um, But then you could just completely ignore that and go guard um, straight away for both of them. I don't see any point in going down the Claw and Mighty Blue route. No. Again, unless it's a really long league. Or you've got um, a, a league where there's a lot of av heavy teams in there like uh, dwarves and other chaos teams or or what have you Uh, but um i guess there's an argument for chucking tentacles on one of these guys but with it not being at quite as good as it was in previous edition um i think there's other things i would probably take ahead if i went down the minotaur route i would probably go with juggernaut yeah, but you wouldn't go down the Minotaur. Uh, in a short though. league. But not in a league, yeah, not in the league. I'm not going with Minotaur in the league. But yeah, I pretty it's, it's a pretty pedestrian team. But for what you I mean you can I mean you're gonna make you're gonna make one beastman at least, or maybe two beastmen ball handlers. So they're gonna right. get block and then extra arms, um maybe sure hands as well. Um and then if you're if you're they're racking up the star player points, maybe something like big hand on one or uh, two heads on another, just to make them a bit more reliable at dodging and picking up the ball in tackle zones. But um, yeah, they, you're you're going to have two like that, maybe two sweepers. If you get the down that route, the rest are just going to be fairly straightforward block guard.
0: Um, and and that's what you know, I think we both alluded to at the start was that it thought I would make use of mutation more because they've got general and strength access across the board. Synergies between general and strength skills are I just more inclined to take. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah, no no I think
1: I think you're right. I mean the in a really long league, you might be able to kind of make some use of uh, mutations. If you were in a league which didn't use redraft rules and just let everybody kinda of build and build and build, then yes, you would probably kinda of go down the mutations route on a few players here and there. Um, but yeah, it's not um it wouldn't be part of my short term progression for most
2: league setups for sure. Okay. Um yeah. About um a NAF team
0: uh, for the NAF
1: championship.
0: Do championship. Like yeah, easy to do. Um Chaos Ogre, nov, four chosen blockers, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven linemen, three rerolls, one assistant coach, and one five oh on the nose. Yeah, we've got
2: we've gone different.
0: Oh, good. Well, that should stimulate a, a challenging chat. Then, what have you? What have you done? So I have gone the same number
1: of beastmen, same number of chaos chosen warriors, uh, a minotaur, and three rerolls for eleven fifty.
0: You win the minotaur.
1: So, um, do you want me to explain my reasoning behind going
0: with the minotaur? Please guess, do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it'll be talking about what skills you're handing out.
2: For it
1: yeah uh well in fact you 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 talk you tell me what skills you're taking and i'll and then i'll I'll go into mine and I'll explain yeah. why I've gone with it the Minotaur
0: um my list is more just an evolution of what I would see a long term uh, league list looking like, so I've got block as my um uh, secondary skill that I'm allowed to take on the ogre, and I've got two block on the chosen blockers one has got claw one has got mighty blow and then i've got two skills left over to farm out to the beastman one has got tackle one has got guard and i don't actually think okay. i need to say that much about it i haven't just spoken about it in league but got uh the the tackle tackle beastman as a sweeper so horns and tackle uh, you should get a two dice block. A uh, guard, you'll be there just to help plug plug a hole to help with the blockers. Maybe get a you know a, a two dice block on a big guy um, should it be required. Obviously block on the ogre and two blockers, which is just good practice. A uh, chosen blocker with claw in case I bump into um, you know somebody with a decent armor value. Or if I'm just, you know, trying to punch a, a regular dwarf, um, that would help. And then mighty blow on the fourth blocker just to help with miniature removal. So, no, not setting the world on fire. I, I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I've gone
1: differently with skills as well. Yeah. Um, I think I've probably gone a bit more, um, like. Straight down the line, um, I've gone block with the minotaur. I've gone two block chosen, two guard chosen, and then one block beastman, one wrestle beast beastman. And I went, I went with wrestle because you can take down a blodger with wrestle. Um, assuming you get both down, and there's no negative for you as well on that front Um, if I'd had block or wrestle already I would would have considered tackle Uh, but I think wrestle's probably gonna be more likely to pop the ball Um, and block would be my chosen uh, block on the beast man would be the 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 ball handler or auxiliary blitzer Um, and I went with the two guard to give me a bit more sort of strength um, advantage and to block for more reliable hitters and then block on the Minotaur to make him a little bit more reliable as well and I suppose um, we should talk about why I chose a Minotaur yeah the reason I I chose a Minotaur was because it gave me more it gave me pitch control um with having the frenzy player. Um it gave me something that could possibly take down um another big guy um un, uh, assisted uh with the horns making it strength six on a blitz. Um and you know something in a in a in most circumstances I would agree like you've got fuck all difference uh with um and you'd probably go down the, the the route of an ogre because it's more reliable because boneheads are two plus and um there's there's less likelihood of that going
2: wrong uh but with you having block and you uh you're more likely to go
1: with a blitz or uh, or a block for uh, the uh, uh, the minotaur because it's less likely to crap out, so it becomes a lot more reliable as a result because you're two plusing that and also unchanneled fury doesn't lose you your tackle zone uh, so even if it does fail, um, you're standing proud uh, where you are, still causing a problem
0: what you're doing though. The Minotaur is you're almost committing your, your blitz to the Minotaur. That that's well, is that depends. what I'm meaning? It Just really depends. When, with, can... with all the, the beastmen all having horns as well, we would always be more inclined to um, blitz with them. It it depends
2: on the, the target. I mean like um aside from a double skull you're not
1: losing out most of the time, and even then, you might still, you know, you're still being forced into using a reroll with a beastman. Uh, you can set yourself up for three dice blitzes as opposed to two, and be a bit more aggressive with that, and and also re- further reduce your likelihood of uh, a negative outcome. Um. I, the way the, one of the things I was getting at with the um, Unchanneled Fury as well is uh, as opposed to wild or animal savagery, uh, which is a, a different skill, obviously, um, is that on your ogre, if you fail a bonehead, you no longer have block anymore until you reactivate it. So oh. the next turn, somebody can then more reliably hit your big guy. With my unchanneled fury, because I'm not losing my tackle zone. Block's still active. So I'm not I'm not losing block, unless I've picked that up wrong in the FAQ. The FAQ. The um, I can't remember, but e- either way, uh, not losing a tackle zone is a better thing. Um because it still leaves you as kind of active to a degree, and people aren't going to waltz past you, uh, or, or through the space that you've then created and I like I like the the pitch control of the Minotaur, I do think the Ogre is not bad, you know, like I would definitely go with an Ogre, the Troll's not hitting the pitch at all for the entire time we're talking about this in a tournament he, he wouldn't even come into th- the thought process oh. for me cool. um Versus the league, where I think there's there's an argument for the troll in some circumstances, but um, yeah, I would quite I would I would be quite happy to play either the ogre setup or the minotaur setup. But for me, I think the the pitch control and the unchanneled fury, as opposed to bonehead uh, and the plus uh, uh, the horns on the blitz uh, to make things three dice more easily. Um, is is probably more my to my taste than uh, than the, the ogre in, in a tournament setup.
0: Well we've both got valid points there, so I think it's um, it's nice that we differentiated on our on our rosters when I I thought very much so that they would be identical, but gives the rookie yeah, coaches yeah absolutely a, so rookie coaches some choices to think about, but don't choose a troll.
1: Yeah, not not in not in the not in a tournament. Don't take the troll. There's no circumstances. I I, I was trying to think because when I, we were looking at the teams, I was trying to think. Well, maybe if I would squeeze down the troll, knock out a couple of rerolls. Um, in some circumstances where you've got tournaments that allow star players, you might be able to squeeze a star player in there. Uh, but NAf Championships doesn't allow star players for uh, tier 2 teams, so um, there was no reason to hamstring my team by putting a troll in.
0: So with all that being said and done, next tradition is to rate these guys out of 10 say, into their ability to win a tournament, so 10 being nailed on, certainty can't lose, 1 being plus. I I'm gonna I'm gonna pin myself to a I'm gonna pin myself to a five. Straight up my little yeah. I
2: guys, I would say a five. Yeah. I I
0: agree.
2: Yeah.
1: They're not it's, they're not incapable of winning a tournament, but
0: you'd have to but, have some But there some are teams games. there are teams out there are similar. But have more optimized options like lizards. Lizards can put, you know, big guys on the pitch with good strength. You know, an access alright, we don't have mutation access, but you know, both you and I have not really used mutation overly much. Um in our in our well, not at all, in our tournament rosters. <laughs> uh, you used claw, didn't you? Yeah, not overly much. <laughs> I used it once. Not overly much. I used it once. Yeah, I used it once, um, but you know there are other teams out there that can do a similar job. I have more specialised ability to to score touchdowns, um, as opposed to just sort of be big on the pitch. Um, so yeah, they're, they're they're definitely a fight for me. You wouldn't you wouldn't see them in the bottom tables, but. You would struggle to see them at the top tables at the end of an event. I I think.
2: Yeah, I think
1: I think most chaos Ross uh, teams would probably end up like mid mid middle ground. You might get the odd one up in the uh, the, the sort of top end, but yeah, I, I I don't think I don't I think you're right. I don't think that you're going to see them often. Uh, you will get them down near the bottom because there's some people who just will not be able to play them, um, but. Yeah, I think
0: think they're a middle-of-the-road team. I would go with a five, for sure. Any sort of standouts in terms of star player options for them?
1: Star players? So I had a look at this. Um, They're obviously, depending on which uh, um, favoured of, you do get the the Nurgle star player, but the rest of it's all pretty much opened up for everybody else. And there's some quite good ones, actually. I mean... Um for 210k you can take Hackflem. Uh yeah. who would give you a great ball carrier and uh you've already got a pretty solid meat shield to cover um uh, that. So he, he would be a pretty obvious one. Um if you're looking at stuff I mean obviously Morg Morg's fine as well. I think the nice thing about the Chaos uh, the star players that are available to the Chaos team is you could look at what you don't have and you can find something that gives you it. So do you want a ball carrier and you've got 210k flames? your your gent? Do you are you coming up against an elf team or a team with loads of uh dodge um well, weather grasp double drools a, a good option at 170k? Um so you, you've got things like that. I mean, there are ones that I wouldn't touch for the barge pole, Um like the uh, Scylla or Skilla or whatever you want to call it. Anfingrim, uh, I don't, I don't have much time for that. Um, I don't know if I would bother with Black uh, Blackhoof either. Uh, the Minotaur. I, I know he's strength six to a he's strength seven and evlets, but I don't think it really kind of gives you much more than that. Um, And when you can get um, Hackflem for less I think that would be where I'd go. And then obviously Morg is an obvious one. Lord Borak's okay as well but uh, aside from the the good stuff that dirty player plus two thing I think I would only take that uh, take Borak if I could afford a Bribe as well, yeah. with him being 260k. Yeah, it would be, I'd need to be coming in under 380k uh, for sure because I would take Morg otherwise. And something would have had to have gone monumentally wrong with my Chaos team to be getting exactly 380K or 360k. <laughs> so, well, uh, you've got I don't think I've got Glark as Glark's well. Okay. Yeah, Glart's okay if you needed a ten opener. So going back to the situational stuff, if you needed a tin opener for uh, a game against dwarves or something like that, mm. I think Glart would probably be a good
0: shout uh, for sure. Um, yeah, because if you were in a Glart league drum. situation, if you were in a league situation and your you know your big guy was a uh, miss next game and you had a few other sort of guys missing out, you could you could potentially have the you know, the the currency there to to introduce them in
2: yeah I
1: mean if you were in a tournament um there's absolutely no reason why you as well that allowed star players there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't drop a reroll in the Mino
2: and take um hack phlegm, uh and be pretty competitive i think <laughs> um so yeah, I mean
1: there's there's definitely some star players in there that would be brilliant, uh, uh depending on the situation. Creek Rust Gouger's actually not too bad as well. Um the uh ball and chain rat ogre kind of guy. Ooh. Um so yeah, there's there's options in there, which is quite nice. I think out I... of uh, all the star player groupings for players, they've probably got one of the more rounded without any standout uh, kind of overpowered ones so it's Morgaside uh, they've got the more rounded star player uh, list I think
0: as, and as we said, hopefully over the, the course of the coming years as they release more rules for the, the different um, chosen gods then I'll make the, the Chaos Chosen give them even more options to make them more, more competitive uh, within certain yeah. formats of course Sure.
2: Okay,
1: that's pretty rap- much wrapped up the rookie coaches section. Yeah,
0: Hopefully the rookie right. coaches will um, send us messages as they always do when they've uh, tested out our rosters. bless their wee souls, and tell us that they're shit. Yes, we do Which get we, don't get. we have had no. the odd one.
1: We have had the odd one that says that we, we've been we've been right. We have had one where the guy took the roster that we suggested and did not do very well. Um, yeah. But um, I mean, you know, I he's he's got to all. practice more. Yeah, yeah. I also can't... I also don't think he took exactly the roster that I uh, we suggested as well. I think but... he freestyled it a little bit, and that was the thing that fucked him,
0: <sighs> and that ruined it. Yeah how how could you possibly argue against two guys on the internet? From a podcast called Two Guys, One Dice Cup. Yeah. clearly all. do
1: everything about
0: Blood Bowl. You know, it's, Precisely. Uh, That's our bag, oh, baby.
1: So, best endeavours, and what we've got coming up in the next uh, month.
0: Best endeavours, well... Excuse me. The next month, I know game-wise, I will have a, a Snail Cup match. I know I'll be able to pick off at least one more um, Carnival of Chaos. Bowl match on all on fumble. Mm-hmm. I have got uh, another bolt action tournament in Aberdeen. Uh, this time it's an individuals tournament and it's the start of the sort of real competitive year um for Scottish Bolt Action. But my my goal I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of call it out now. My goal for my own bolt action year is to make sure I have practiced enough for the team tournament in October, so I'm going to be using armies that I'm considering taking, or like variations of of an army I'm considering taking um, in October. I want that to be my focus, I want to deliver a good result for Scotland. Um, I'm captaining the Scotland team, and I really want to make sure I'm on on top form for that. this 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 competitive event up in Aberdeen is is the start of that that path, so I want to make sure I'm ready for that. Uh, so that's what I've got gaming wise coming up. From the from the hobby table, I have got a really nice limited edition German sniper. I'm sure I mentioned him before. The the guy from Enemy at the yeah. Gates. Yep. So I've got one of them yeah. on the table. I want to get him painted before the month. Uh, I need to build some things. I can't say because it's all super secret squirrel stuff. That's tragic. So how am I supposed to say if I do it? Okay, I've got to build some things. And if I do, I'll tell you. If I don't build them, then I'll do it next month. Um, I think I, think I want to slap chop some more infantry. I got a real satisfaction on finishing stuff. And then selling yes. it really quick. Um, because I've still got like half a dozen of my own infantry models that, are, that I'm looking at now. They're starting to look really good. I Need to get them finished, but like to finish something quick. Get that that buzz of you know yeah done something. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna slap chop 15 more infantry models for sale.
2: Yeah I'll do that. So quite a
0: conservative. Cool. I can serve it with uh, ambition. What about yourself? Best endeavours, best goals? <laughs> so in terms of
1: games and stuff, I have, um, I'll have at least a uh, a couple of in-person games um, at the league. Um, and I'll either put to bed the humans and started something else or I'll have uh, managed to miraculously pull the humans from the brink of uh, self-destruction. Yep. In terms of online, I'll have at least one more uh, Carnival of Chaos game as well. And then I have Mulligans open
2: uh, on the 11th of March, I think. I think it's the 11th. If that's a Saturday, then it's the 11th. Yes.
1: <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to that. It's the first uh Blood Bowl tournament of the of the new year um up in Scotland. Um so we'll be giving that a go. I'm not I've got two or three rosters I'm still looking at for that one. Um I'm not sure what I'm gonna take exactly. But I've got a rough a rough idea. I've got three three rosters decided on. I just need to decide which one I'm gonna take. Um, and then outside of that we hopefully do a bit of prep for UKTC, the Two Guys One Dice Cup team is now assembled in its entirety Uh, we have myself um, we have Marky Mark uh, or McNugget as we like to call him Uh, we have uh, GWI 1874 or Huntley Loon as we like to call him And we've also been joined by uh, Chile, who is a Scottish player who is based down near York. Uh, I think he's Hartlepool or somewhere like that. Um, Or somewhere uh, down that neck of the woods. Um, And he finished top Scott at uh, UKTC last year with Pro Elves. So he will be joining the UKTC team for Two Guys, won Dice Cup this time round.
0: We'll Good recruiting, hopefully,
1: have a, an episode after uh UKTC as well. Um, so that'll be UKTC is late, uh, in fact, it's early April, first first weekend in April. Uh, so we'll have a double episode in April more than likely. Um, so doing some practice for that, and then as far as painting goes, I should have finished the corn team that i'm doing and will be on to the goblin team that i'm painting on commission and i'm hoping to get a few other bits and bobs done for myself finish off a few things um and i've, I've got some known purchases uh this uh this month uh uh kickstarter again um there's a a tabletop rpg being released by a a Scottish guy called um, Lecky. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, or whether that is his first name. I'm assuming it's his second name. Uh, he's releasing a, a a book called Wraithlands, which appeals to my uh, dark uh, fantasy kind of side <laughs> of things. Um, it's just a way to um, fund in the next four days. In fact, it's well over its goal. It's like sitting on ten thousand odd. Pounds at the moment at a goal of one thousand, so it's been pretty well received within the the on, uh, online play game community, uh, and it looks the art looks spectacular on it, and uh, I'm quite looking forward to that one. Um, but yeah, other other than that, yeah, fuck. I'm hopefully, hopefully not spend much more money than that on uh, in the next month. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, it's going to be a busy month. For both of us, I think. Well, I hope to enjoy the hobby as much as I have done in the past month. From the the building and painting side, some of my gaming has been a bit tough, but you know that's it's part and parcel of um, the sort of level that I end up uh, end up playing at. There are there are very few easy games now to be had, <laughs> um, but just yeah, just good. I shouldn't really humble about that, um. Fingers crossed. Onwards and upwards. And we'll um, catch up with our audience and fans next time. Stay safe. Yeah.